0: Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Alex King and Bill G. Today is Tuesday, August the 6th, 2019. It is 8 a.m. in New York and 5 a.m. in Los Angeles. That's 1 p.m. New York or um, London time and 9 p.m. in Tokyo and 10 p.m. in Sydney, Australia. Hey, wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today. Your daily dose of happy and I am very happy because I just got back, Louise and I just got back from four days in the Cape, Cape Cod, Massachusetts, (laughs) right on the ocean, and got to visit... My good friend, Alex, it was fun to actually meet you in person. That
1: in was, real life. It <laughs> was great.
0: Yeah, what, what a good way to start the weekend off, because we, we drove over and, and uh, drove into the Cape and then went to visit you first thing and yep. just kind of set the tone for the whole weekend. So.
1: Exactly. So exactly.
2: Thank you
0: for being such a wonderful hostess. That was wonderful.
2: And people, let me tell you, don't underestimate when Walt says he's eight. Like, it's intense. It's <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Oh no! Do I live in an elf house? Because he was like ducking <laughs> under my house I was like, "Well, guess we're sitting outside."
0: <laughs> so yes, ladies and gentlemen, when I speak on this show, I speak the truth but for certain. Like for instance, when I say I'm six eight, I really, really am six eight.
2: <laughs> but I've never really visualized what six eight looks like. So it was like, "Wow!" Like I've never had to like. Go like this.
0: <laughs> it is. It's pretty tall. I have to admit.
2: Oh, I almost I asked you to clean my top cabinets. <laughs> I, got,
0: I got a lot of um of tall jokes. I mean, I always do, but I got a lot on, on the trip. Yeah. and talk. I I had people stopping me talking about height with me.
3: I
2: yeah.
3: Mean, <laughs> what what? <Really? laughs> I
2: mean, we have a we have a little people town. The next town over, like they have their own village. Really? So, yeah. So when they I come know in, that. yes, it's in. It's like right next to Yarmouth, oh, like okay. on the way to Yarmouth. So it's like right. Nobody knows about it. It's like low key. It looks like I a little. They miss
0: it. They do, They wouldn't see it. They're looking up here, and be, the town would be down there. <laughs>
2: well, no, it's like up tucked in the woods. Like you'd have to know know it's down there. So, oh, okay. it literally, looks like a little um, camp with oh, okay. like little tiny cabins. It's, but the houses are adorable. It's so cute. Wow. So like when they come into town, so it's like the total opposite of you. When they come into town, it's like, oh
1: my God, they're so cute.
2: And I feel like that's rude. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like they've been little all their lives. They know they're cute, but they're not like you know mystical creatures. Like we don't need to pet them. Like stop it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like well, all you have to do is just watch the little couple on TV, and, you, and mm-hmm. you know, they're they're just human beings.
3: They're just
2: exactly, people. exactly. Yeah.
3: Which is the way I, was, it should be. I was watching this, uh, you know, this, uh, uh, ever hear the trend, the, the tiny house movement. Yes. yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot My of mom wants a tiny are, house. Yeah. Going. And actually we, we were actually thinking about getting a tiny house and I was watching this YouTube video. This guy was six, four and living in a tiny house. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm if kidding. it's a
2: tiny house this way, but not a tiny house this way, you could well, do yes, it.
3: It was, it was a tiny house, th- uh, you know, that this way, but yeah, it, the bedroom was still aloft.
2: Right. <laughs> oh, that's challenging.
3: Yes. Well, we had, it, we had a tiny
0: shower. Does that count?
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it probably wasn't a tiny shower. It was a regular shower for us normal people.
0: <laughs> well, it was, it was a normal shower for people who live on the Cape.
2: Yes. That's yeah. true. It's
0: basically two and a half feet by two and a half feet, but it's yeah. just enough for me to clear my head, you know, so yeah, you can exactly. kind of turn around, and if, you're, if you turn carefully, you don't hit anything,
1: you
0: know? Yeah. <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah, Walt's belly button is probably right where the shower head is, so it's, it's complicated.
4: <laughs>
3: it, it quite that low. But... So what did you all do? Did you do anything fun when you were in the Cape? No, nah, we were bored to tears. It was
0: just
4: awful. <laughs>
3: Yeah, we did, of
0: course. We had a lot of fun. We went over to Martha's Vineyard for a day. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Um we did learn that, uh, what Louise has been dealing with medically is something we need to pay close attention to in that when you're out in the sun and you aren't near your own home and you aren't near your own car, mm-hmm. you have to a sense of where you can go to get cool. So we got yes. lessons yes. about that.
4: Mm-hmm. But it all
0: worked out nicely. We had some great meals. I mean, that was a big part about going to the cake. You know, mm-hmm. You just eat seafood till it's coming out of your ears. Exactly. And, and that's what you're, I mean, it's the law. They passed a law in Cape Cod. You have to eat seafood until it's coming out of your ears. Otherwise you can't yes. stay. I <laughs> mean, that was
2: the whole reason I moved down here was when they passed a the law to be all the way. In. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was it. like, this sounds like my type of people. I'm out.
0: There you go. <laughs> but no, it was great. Uh, got out a lot. We actually, I actually, I'm not a beach person and I spent time on the beach. Louise and I went to the beach. Mm. And uh I don't really sit on the beach. I don't sit very well in, in the sun. That, that's, like, too intense for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I lather up in the sunscreen, and then I just walk the beach. And I love that. So I yeah. I, I did, like, five or six laps. I mean, it was great.
2: Nice. <laughs> Got your steps in. Got my steps
0: <laughs> in. And, you know, the way I expressed it, I, one, one, um, one woman on the beach stopped me and was showing me a seashell that she found. <laughs> No, question with that. Random. Go,
1: no.
0: But anyway, we're walk- I'm walking on the beach and she stops me and she says, Isn't it a great day? And I just kind of instantly open up like, Oh wow, it's an amazing day. I go down to that end of the beach, I go, Oh and I go down yeah. to that end of the beach I go, Oh and that's the way my day is going.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Coming the to the cave is literally like taking a deep breath and just you get you leave all your problems yeah. on the other side of the bridge. Right.
3: Right. 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 Yeah. Actually, okay. I was up at Isle Lamont in, in, uh, northern, uh, Vermont. Uh, it's, it's one of the islands in, uh, on, on Lake Champlain. And we did that too. We went to the beach.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And,
3: uh, you know, it was, uh, and my wife gathered seashells. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, if, even though it's fresh water, there's, there's still, there's still mussels and whatever.
1: Mm, and, mussels. Uh,
3: and, uh, we, uh, after we came home, she, um, uh, strung the uh, shells together and made a shaman rattle out of it.
2: Ah, oh, nice. That okay,
3: was, she loves making shaman rattles. That's that's because mm-hmm. uh, she does uh, shamanic healing too. Mm-hmm. And so she she loves making the rattles you know we, we she's got my, uh, quite a collection of rattles now <laughs> she, she was
0: stocked up on the beach we were on because there was this one section where i think somebody had come through and waked it there's like this huge pile of shells oh, i'm mean, wow. just a gigantic pile of shells i mean like they were trying to turn into mulch or something it was just organic <laughs> you know, well, shell we, compost
3: <laughs> we were actually planning on going to hampton beach yesterday But after driving all the way up to uh, Lake Champlain, we decided that now we're not going to do that. So instead, we went to uh, Plymouth State Park in uh, Vermont, which is Mm -hmm. uh, uh, near Ludlow. It's uh, Echo Lake. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had paddle boats, and uh, we had a cookout. And Mm -hmm. and best of all, it was only a half hour from the house.
2: (laughs) I was going to say, Hampton Beach is way too peoply this time of year
3: yeah and that was the other thing too we were like okay we're going to drive all the way out there it's going to be crowded it's mm-hmm. and really at this point my, my sister-in-law is visiting from Kentucky she's been here since last Wednesday and she goes home tomorrow so we were like okay let's keep this low key let's, let's have yeah. let's mm-hmm. a nice relaxy day um, on the lake and uh, we, we arrived like 2 in the afternoon we didn't even go in the morning we just went in the mm-hmm. afternoon that way we can just have dinner. Uh, Wyatt got out on the paddle boats twice. Um, and uh, we just had a, just a very nice, relaxing time. And because it was a Monday, the place we had, there were there were still people there, but there wasn't nearly as many people we'd have on a weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. You now as you're talking about that, I don't know why. I guess because it's about lakes, but it wasn't Champlain. It was Winnipesaukee. Uh, okay. But dating back to when I was a kid, there was a time where, uh, my family and extended family all met at Winnipesaukee. Right. Um I think because my mom and dad actually had some history of, from when they were dating that was or maybe honeymoon or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. Mm. But mm. um we all went to Winnipesaukee. and and the thing that stuck in my mind was we made one, we made ice cream with one of those ice cream making tubs, you know, with like oh, the ice yeah. and so forth. Yeah. And, and I mean, I barely remember, I remember we were on the beach. I remember the ocean was there, but all I remember is everybody's taking their turns cranking that ice cream. And when it came out on that really, really
3: hot day, it yeah. was like mana from heaven. It was wonderful.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. But it was a beautiful evening last night too. I mean, it was like 77 degrees, nice breeze. I mean, just. Absolutely perfect cookout weather. I and mean, mm-hmm. we had a great time that, uh, we're going to go back in a couple of weeks and, uh, this time we're going to have some friends and family meet us there too. So it's going to be great. It's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of fun.
0: That's great. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, that's the best part about summer. Um, in the north, yeah. if you live in the Northern hemisphere, summer is all about getting away, getting to yeah. the beach, going to the mountains, going to wherever your getaway is and just, you know, draining the stress out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk a lot here on the show about the law of attraction and about being deliberate creators. And rule number one is if you want to do your best deliberate creation, you have to do it when you feel good. So Mm -hmm. what better way to do that than to go away so you can get rid of all the stress and feel good? Mm -hmm. That's what happened this weekend. Yeah. I I came home and I was checking all the stress indicators and they aren't there. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So,
3: yeah. Yeah most of the people who are here who live in Vermont don't leave home during uh uh during the summer months. That's nope. that's, that's that's when the weather is perfect here.
1: Right? Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, they they leave during the winter. They 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 yeah. head down to Florida or they head down to they go to warmer climates. They we call them snowbirds.
2: Yes, that's what we call them.
3: <laughs> yeah, the, right. the snowbirds leave in the winter time. Yeah, uh, unless, unless they're skiers. Unless they're skiers. Well, they, will we get all the Europeans coming in this winter time for the ah, yeah. slopes, right?
0: Right. Yeah, but the uh, you know the skiers will stick around, and even the skiers will they'll they'll stay there for their portion of what they want to be their ski season. Then right. you know then they'll go to Florida.
4: Then they'll go. To Florida.
0: Right. <laughs> like okay, I'm done with that. Let's go warm up.
1: <laughs>
0: Somebody bring the Christmas tree. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man.
0: Oh, but it's all good. Um, let's see. Bill had come up with a topic for today. I, I thought the topic was just going to be what we're talking about here, but uh, we, we can kind of extend it to anything that feels good because that's really what you were referring to, Bill stuff that yeah. feels good. And I, I think it's good to touch on that periodically because when we remember what what's feeling good and what how to feel good, I think that's the biggest skill right there right. learning how to feel good on demand.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Because we go through so many things in life where we get ourselves focusing on stuff we don't really like all that much because we really, really don't like it all that much. And and then we stay focused on it, and we get upset about it, and we talk to our friends about it, and we write about it, and we watch about it on TV and so forth. And suddenly, we can't deliberately create anymore. Right. So, you know, you you have to kind of get back into that mode, and that's where a getaway really, really helps, even a short one. I mean – this is like a three and a half day getaway we did, which isn't mm-hmm. all that long, right? That's getaways.
2: Um, well, that's adventures. usually what my vacations are. Like when I go to visit my brother and sister, I can't do longer than than maybe a long weekend. That's about it.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so a week or two is is beyond your nope. Nope. beyond nope. your range. Yeah. No. Nope. So, well, that's part of it too. Then knowing exactly what your range is, but boy, mm-hmm. is this is so important. Right. I was really noticing it this morning. I I got up and. I started doing my my daily mirror exercises. so By the way, that was the other thing. I didn't do any mirror exercises while well. I was away. I didn't even miss it. I was just having such a good time. Oh, I didn't wow. need them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was doing the mirror exercises this morning, and I was thinking to myself, wow, I want to feel this way every day.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that was
0: my affirmation. I'm going to feel like this every day. I'm going to feel like all day long. Yeah. Well, yeah, I that. <laughs> I'm thinking about that. I don't really want to live there year-round, but I'd like to have a place there to go to. Yes. That'd be really nice, <laughs> preferably close to the shore. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: In fact, uh, Louise and I were doing a little dreaming. We we um after we we uh, checked out of the B and B yesterday, um, we drove up the coast along Route 28 and mm-hmm. you know just kind of meandering along there along the seashore and just mm-hmm. looking at some of the homes that are there, gorgeous homes, beautiful homes. I'm thinking
1: mm-hmm.
0: I could live there. That would be good, right?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I could live with that. That'd be all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just soaking it in. Mm-hmm. You have I to
3: could that that I could rent that one for a little while. Yeah.
0: I mind, right. I could, yeah. could rent that out for 3500 a day. I mean, I, I don't mind renting that one out, you know. Yeah,
1: that's how much they go for. Okay? That's
0: right.
3: It's yeah. crazy out here. 3500 a day? 3500
1: yeah. a day, yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But if you, you think about it, if it's a lot of bedrooms, like you get a bunch of people together and That's split right. it, it's not that bad.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and it's not like they have any trouble renting them.
2: They sure don't. Mm-hmm. They sure don't. The interlopers are full down here.
0: <laughs> I love your word interlopers. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, from your perspective, that's what they are. That they're they they're are. All, they're,
2: in, they're infringing on my way of life. They,
0: they're crowding on your town. You know?
2: Yeah, they. <laughs> it would be fine if they know knew how to use rotaries, and I probably wouldn't have a problem with them.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: uh,
3: I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what is, uh, Really, really great to visit this time of year. This coming weekend, Saratoga Springs is an awesome place to come and visit. Because saratoga
0: is just generally in august well first of all if, yeah. if you have any love at all of thoroughbreds that is yeah. the place to be in august mm-hmm. saratoga absolutely. you got two of the yeah. biggest stakes races and i mean the the track is gorgeous and plus you've got the saratoga springs and yeah i mean everything around there you're, you're in the adirondacks it's just right. a gorgeous place to be the only, is, thing, absolutely. the only thing you want to avoid in august is you want to make sure you bring some sort of insect spray because the black flies will get you. But other than oh. that, <laughs> yeah.
3: and the black flies also, and actually, not the black flies, but the little, those teeny little gnats.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They go, go see right, them. They
3: come right through the screen. Yes. Yep.
1: Yep. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, well, from screen their perspective, it isn't, <laughs> it isn't a screen, it's a doorway, that's what that it's, is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little doorway.
1: They're
2: like, oh, they have air conditioning. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but Saratoga Springs is absolutely gorgeous and that's where I'll be this weekend at the Holiday Inn. Uh, for I them, hope you'll be
0: outside the Holiday Inn too. You don't want to go to Saratoga absolutely. in August and just spend all your time in the Holiday Inn. That's
3: true. That's true. But you know, we, we got a, there's going to be at the Mind Body Soul Expo. There's going we have over eighty vendors there. Uh, it's going to be great. It's it's one of the most well organized events that uh, I've ever participated in, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be there both Saturday and Sunday. It's uh, ten ten to six. That's and an appropriate name too,
0: mind body. I mean, that's that's appropriate because mind body absolutely. That that was this, that's the experience of the vacation. That's what these guys experienced. It was all about mind body, just yeah. relaxing every, relaxing the body and clearing the mind. And getting to that space of really, really good feeling. So that, and, and the other thing that's really nice about good feeling, I won't, nice is not even the right word. I need a better mm-hmm. adjective than that. But the thing that, that's spectacular about good yeah. feeling is, first of all, you don't realize you're feeling good until you think about it. You say, oh wow, I'm feeling good.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Hadn't thought of that, mm-hmm. but I really am feeling good. Yeah. So you have mm-hmm. to kind of remind yourself. And that's how you know you're feeling good, right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. you, you don't have to think about it. It's like, oh yeah, I guess I am. Uh, cool. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the other great thing about it is when you're feeling that good, it gives you the foundation to leverage more feeling good. Mm-hmm. It gives you the um, the experience that you can think about. That's one of the things people like about vacations, right? You get to focus on, oh, wow, that was such a great trip. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. We ate. We ate some good food. We we had some wonderful activities. You know, we took a bike ride. We did whatever it is that you did. Mm-hmm. You, you just relive all those things in your mind. Mm-hmm. The more that you relive them in, in your mind, the more that they turn into more opportunities, more things that pop up in the rest of your life after the vacation yep. is over. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it becomes fuel. Right?
1: Yes.
3: There, uh, there's going to be an interesting vendor there. Um, that they are a a mobile stress room. Uh, which is, uh, I don't think I want a stress, I want a no, de-stress no, no. room. It's a de-stress de- room. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's a, um, Come into I our mean, room and get stressed. No, <laughs> I mean- no, no, it's a de-stress room. It's called, the, the, the name of the vendors, uh, is called Stress Fracture. And what you do is... They you, may need to work on their naming, that's all I gotta well, say. Well, <laughs> what it is, is, I, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever tried one of these before? You go into a room with a, with a pair of goggles and a sledgehammer. Yeah, and you and you break stuff, mm-hmm. and it's and it's meant to to
1: get your
2: aggression
3: breath. out for 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 people who are in high stress jobs like uh, EMTs or police officers or whatever. It's mm-hmm. a it's a great way to just let all that um, aggression out, mm-hmm. and you you know you bring they have stuff for you to smash or you can bring stuff in to smash. For
2: instance, around. if you're like getting over an ex and you want to, you know, start smashing up their stuff, you can bring your own stuff.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's right.
0: When I was in school, we used to call that a primal scream therapy, but, you know, we did it without right. breaking things. We just screamed loudly.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, and, the and
2: they,
3: it's the same thing, but it's, it's a, it's a fat, it, you know, it's a new fed. Uh, yeah, it, and,
2: it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's true. I mean, if you if you can engage in activity with the purpose of releasing stress, and you know that's what you're doing, you're just letting it out. Right. Anything that you can do along that line is going to be a good thing. Because mm-hmm. once that stress is gone, oh, that's yeah.
1: the good part. Yeah. When and
0: a that lot of stress times is you gone. Don't, you don't even this. know
3: you're holding on to it until you let it go. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. We don't realize that on a day to day basis just how much stress we hang on to. Mm
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So every strategy we can follow. To let right. go of that stress is really, really
3: important.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, right. And 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 you and a lot of times you don't know you have it until you know you have a weekend like like y- y- y'all had. It's it's and it's and you're like feeling really great and you're like, whoa, that's wow. Hey, my back doesn't hurt so much. Right, right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Everything's feeling better.
1: Everything. Yeah. So better. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's funny too because, like I said, I'm not normally a beach person. I'm not normally a sun person. I like shade better than the sun, but. Um, <laughs> It, it, it was weird because I spent a lot of time in the sun, and I, I was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Why was I enjoying it? Because I was in a good frame of mind. Why was I in a good frame of mind? Because the stress was gone. Yes. So what ends up happening is when you release the stress, you find there's a whole lot more that you enjoy, including stuff you didn't think you liked, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy, but that's the way it works. Our, our yep. minds actually will open up to new possibilities the better that we feel. And that's important because I mean I I remember having a conversation. Well, I had two conversations actually. One with with your friend Pat. Yeah. Um, remember you introduced me the day before we came um, mm-hmm. after the show. He came onto the camera and we talked and so forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was he was talking. We talked very briefly, but he was talking about how he hadn't really figured out what he wanted to do with his life. I, yeah. Thinking trying new things. I, I think I actually said that to him. Um, but
2: yeah, he feels like the universe is pulling him in all sorts of different directions, so he doesn't mm-hmm. know what to what to do at the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, that's where it's so important to get the stress out. Yeah. You get the mm-hmm. stress out and all the possibilities open up to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The reason we feel like he's feeling, and we've all been there. I mean, mm-hmm. we spend a lot of us spend most of our lives there, mm-hmm. is we get stressed. Mm-hmm. And when we're, when we're in that stressed place, we can't see the possibilities. And the stuff that really would be personal, yeah, personalities, right, the stuff that we can <laughs> see that would be possibilities seems antagonistic to us. Like, oh, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to do that. But the moment that we get into a de-stress mode, it's like,
2: well, I could see myself
0: doing that. I I could see myself walking down the beach, even though I'm not a beach person. Why? Because I'm feeling good.
2: Yeah. They literally cleaned my entire basement, like did a demo and everything. And all those two were crazy. They're insane. So they (laughs) came up, they came up with an idea when Jen moves back to Massachusetts or whatever that they're going to start a cleaning business.
0: I could see that. Like on the cape. Bill, while we were there, Alex was waiting for their housemaid to come to clean the house. And the two of them had set everything up, not only to be cleaned, but they'd also set little traps to see, had the maid cleaned all the places that she needed to clean around the house? Yeah.
4: And, mean, she they, didn't,
0: and she didn't. She, <laughs> she did not. She failed she the was test. the
4: worst.
2: She was the worst. <laughs> Instantly fired.
0: Oh, that's funny. I oh, mean, my God. Those two, you're right, between the two of them, they could start a cleaning business. Yeah. yeah, And not only that, they could enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Because
2: I, I, it's like they they both have well we all have all three of us have OCD, but it's like to a point where they're like, can we clean something? And like, sure. <laughs> More power to you. Do you? And then they were like, yeah, so we're doing your basement. <laughs> my, my basement is literally half laundry room, half spider village. So I was like, have fun. And then it turned into a whole thing. Like my whole yard is full. Of all the trash that needs to be taken out, and like, but wow. my basement looks amazing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you guys before and after pictures. It's crazy. Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah they, like, there's I would highly recommend them. There's the stove. There's, <laughs> there's the-
2: <laughs> Yeah. No, like literally, I could build a bedroom down there now. It's <laughs> I mean, really? They were like, oh, you could have your podcast studio down here. I was like, I like my room. So. <laughs> <laughs> But I could, I could.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, there that's one of those things where people think about OCD and they think, well, that's like, you know, it's a disability. That holds people back, it causes problems. But you just described a beautiful scenario in which OCD actually works to their benefit.
2: Yeah, we're the type of people that we take our neuroses and use it for, for good instead of evil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've turned OCD into a superpower.
2: I I turn everything into a superpower. I turn my Asperger's into a superpower. Everything.
0: <laughs> and it's effective because when yeah. you do that, you're what you're basically doing is following the path of feeling good.
2: Yes. Right. Yes, exactly.
0: Especially with OCD because if mm-hmm. if that, you know, if that ornament is not in the right place, it doesn't feel good.
2: Oh, don't even <laughs> talk to me about Christmas. <laughs> Jesus Christ decorating the Christmas tree with with somebody else. I cannot. I <laughs> <laughs> it's it's my Christmas tree. Just let me do it. That bulb doesn't go there. That light doesn't go there. That looks awkward. Oh, listen. y'all just set off my OCD. I can't. I gotta take a break. This is what I do not prefer.
0: So so th- this is a great example of how you differentiate between applying it for good and applying it for evil, right? Well, my right. Christmas
2: right. tree, my Christmas trees always come out amazing.
0: Okay, all right. So that when they're coming out amazing, that's when you're applying it for good.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: And it's for your good. Yes. That's the whole point. Yes. Right. It's not like you're out there to save the world.
2: One Christmas tree at a time. <laughs> <laughs> <not> <laughs>
0: I've never been uh, obsessive in that way, so I don't really know what that feels like. I I just imagine it in terms of how it feels when I'm focusing on you know, or doing something that I really really like. And I, I mm-hmm. kind of, I, maybe I'm justifying it, but I kind of figure that's what it's like when you're when you're OCD and you're you're doing something. You get you 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 have this Christmas tree that needs to be made in front of you, and mm-hmm. you get just right, and it feels good.
4: Am I wrong? Yes,
2: it's like no. uh, it's satisfaction. Like you wouldn't understand. It's like, it, I don't know how to even describe it, but it's just like, huh. <laughs>
3: yeah, all with, is right,
2: all is right with the world.
3: <laughs> all is right with the world. <laughs> the, the, flip side, the flip side of that though is when it's not right. Then oh,
1: it <laughs> yes.
2: And then you lose sleep and it's, right. it's a whole thing. F- you can't, you can't not do it until it's right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's really the challenge then is learning how to not only focus your take your OCD superpower to focus on what you want, but to let go of the stuff that you don't want, yes,
2: yeah. But I also feel like timing is a thing, like, you have to be able to allow yourself enough time. Because, god forbid, like, if I'm doing a puzzle and now it's like midnight and I'm and the puzzle's not done, I can't go to sleep till this puzzle is done. I can't
0: well, not focus has on that. I, mean, come I on. mean,
2: well, that's why I didn't do I don't do puzzles anymore, but I'm saying. <laughs> you can't you can't leave a project half done if you have OCD. It'll, it'll ruin your life until it's finished. And then sometimes Absolutely. you might rethink things and have to start the whole thing over. Just-
3: <laughs> Which is why cleaning is good for someone with yeah. OCD because that's right. something that you can actually get done. Yeah. They're, they're, unless you decide to remodel your room.
1: <laughs> I mean...
3: The results are instant, too.
0: That's the fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about living in an age where people want instant gratification. Yep. Your OCD, I guess you re- really do want the instant gratification, and that is a good way to get it.
2: Yes, yes. You know? I mean, I feel for the people who, like, are debilitated by it, like the people who are like, okay, I can't leave the house till like, I flick the light seven times and all that stuff. Oh, I was like, I, thank God I don't have that part of it. Like, I just mm-hmm. have OCD tendencies. I don't have actual mm-hmm. full-blown OCD. So mm-hmm. I do feel bad for people like that that can't live their lives until they do all their habituals you know like yeah. that's got to be frustrating
3: yeah and, and and i've actually seen cases where ocd where people have ocd so badly like, where they feel like they can never get clean mm-hmm. and so they end up they end up clean washing themselves with bleach because, oh jeez. yeah and, and, and actually you know there was i i was i, I worked at a, a group home for a little while and we had mm-hmm. a we had a, a, an elderly woman who, who had OCD that badly where she was washing with bleach and the, and the lesions that it caused. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was horrible.
2: Um, yeah. I'm like a step down from there. I don't wash with bleach, thank God, because A, I'm allergic to it, and B, that's too
1: much. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> you think? What so? I do do
2: is, you know, the, um, the, it's called Hyba and it's like the stuff that uh, surgeons scrub with before surgery. Yeah. Yeah, I wash my body with that before I use my scented soap.
4: Mhm.
2: Yes, that's the only way I feel the germs are gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh,
0: clarify something for me here, okay?
2: Yes. <laughs> if you
0: scented whatever, Yeah. Soap, body wash, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. Doesn't that mean you're just kind of making yourself dirty again?
2: Not dirty, dirty. It's still soap. It's cleansing, but I just feel better with the first layer of germs is off. Like hot water is not doing it. Like I need, I need to scrape off that first layer, and then you know, and then make myself smell pretty.
0: But I mean, the perfume part—the perfume part basically is putting a foreign object on your.
2: You're not helping, sir. You're not helping. (laughs) I'm just being part of the problem, not part of the
0: solution. It it just seems to be like that. That's to me. That's pointing in the wrong direction. That's why I'm bringing it up.
2: (sighs) Damn it! I got to start all over. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for adding a new neurosis to my situation. Thank you. Throw out all the soaps. I'm just going to walk around smelling like a hospital. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> now I can't even wear deodorant. Like, but oh, now it's a whole thing. That's
0: a whole thing. <laughs> but, well, actually, I mean, we are doing it very humorously, but that yeah. is what you're, what you're describing is exactly what a person does in mm-hmm. order to develop this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. They decide, okay. Somebody else, Threw out an idea. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to grab that and I'm going to run with that, even yeah. though it doesn't make me feel good.
2: Right.
3: I don't nor like that. Do, nor so does, it sense, or nor, nor does, does it make, it make sense, or nor does it really make sense. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Sense doesn't have a whole lot to do with it. I don't. know.
2: Right. Right.
0: Yeah. It's it's about the the emotional connection.
2: It is focus. definitely yeah. But how I, does it
0: feel?
2: I, to you? I'm a, I'm emotionally connected to my body soap. So well. How do <laughs> wash? Anybody uh, uses bar soap out here in these streets.
3: <laughs> I would hope that most of us are emotionally connected to our bodies. <laughs> well, that too, yes.
2: well, yes, that's but that's an extension of it. It's like, Is I really it? like my body to feel. I like to be moisturized. I like to smell nice, you know, so.
0: So it's not just the body, it's the scent.
2: Well, no, I can't even say that because my scent changes different weeks. I go to the store and I smell something else and I'm like, oh, I need to smell like this this week.
0: So you like variety. Uh,
2: I do. I do. Yeah.
0: So that's what that is. That's variety. But you're still, I guess what I'm trying to get to is what you're describing is how people attach to things.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Attachment. And, and attachment can be fine if we, it's like with anything else. It's okay in moderation. But yeah. what happens is we, we can become so overly attached. I think that's what the OCD comes into mm. it. Mm-hmm. So overly attached. It's like, oh, this thing that I just attached to is now my identity. Mm, yeah.
2: yeah i think that is when it becomes a problem too yeah. is, yes yeah.
3: yes absolutely
0: so and, really what we're trying to learn then is not just ocd people but everybody is learning how to attach without it becoming oh my god this is now who i am
3: yeah how to like attach when you, without becoming an attachment
0: <laughs> yes mm-hmm. that's yeah. it how not yeah. to become an attachment
3: and, mm-hmm. and, and actually that's the, uh, the essence of Zen Buddhism is to, uh, rid yourself of all attachment. And that's, that's nirvana is, is ridding yourself of all attachment. And all well, things. see,
0: I, I think the Zen Buddhists go too far the other direction. I think they have, yeah. be, I think they're basically OCD, non-OCD. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they become obsessive about not being attached to anything. Well, part mm-hmm. of the reason to come here, it, I, I, Keep going back to what Abraham Hicks says about why we come here in the midst of all the negative spiral stuff that we go through. And their answer is chocolate. Right. Why? Because (laughs) you want to be able to taste the chocolate. You want to experience the eating of the chocolate.
1: mm -hmm.
0: Do you want to become the chocolate? Sometimes. Probably probably not a good idea, though. You probably just want to enjoy the flavor of the chocolate and then put it down so you can go on to something else.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And eating chocolate every day, you'll learn to dislike it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, too much can, of a good thing
3: too yeah. much of a good thing so
0: mm-hmm. all things in moderation is actually a pretty good philosophy mm-hmm. you yeah, know you stay moderate and and now you don't, don't well i guess you can become ocd about moderation i, I guess that's possible
2: oh that's definitely possible yeah. I call those people i call those people meal preppers, preppers.
0: meal preppers meal preppers meal
3: preppers
1: yeah <laughs> Okay. You know,
3: so, yes, you can you can be obsessive about being moderate but and and these are the people who keep extensive lists. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, I I okay, I I spent an hour and a half doing this, now I have to spend an hour and a half doing this, now I have to spend
2: <laughs> Well that's also part of part of my O C D is everything has to be even.
3: Uh huh. Yeah. See I, I
0: don't think that's moderation. I I think that's pure attachment going on right yeah.
3: there. Well then the, they are there you're attached to the schedule.
0: It's attachment. I don't care what yeah, you're attached it's to. Attachment. It's
1: attachment.
0: Yeah, to. yeah, yeah, The the idea is to learn to let go. Mm-hmm. I, it, it, it's it's literally it's as simple. I mean, it's simple but not easy. It's literally as simple as I pick up the pen. I own the pen. I put the pen down. I'm am d- down with the pen. I don't I don't need the pen anymore. Mm-hmm. I've I've enjoyed the pen. I'm I'm done enjoying the pen. That's that's what we're aiming for. That's moderation. It's not mm-hmm. something that has to be scheduled. <laughs> it doesn't have to be pre-planned. It's just right. The pen. I'm done with the pen. Okay, move on. Next.
3: Yeah. Where is an O.C. person? But we have so like, much trouble hey, with that. I've got I've got a, a black pen and a blue pen. Okay, now I need a green pen. Now I need now I need a pencil. Now I need now I need the mechanical pencil. And now I got, and and they all have to be.
0: <laughs> I, I don't I don't think it's the need though. To be honest, I mean because. Yes. This, because yeah, all is- of us, all <laughs> of us want to to experience lots and lots of things. That's the whole point for coming here. It's not it's not why to experience stuff. That's a, that's a problem. It's not oh, why. No, not, it's, one thing it has have
3: nothing to, to do with the stuff. experience. It has to do with keeping um, order. Uh, order. O- mm-hmm. Order is very important to someone who has OCD. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that's it's the like, thing that has to be like off. It's yes, but easier said than done. It's, it, Facts. It, Yes, it requires um, – right. I didn't say it was easy. I just said it was simple. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes.
0: It's so simple. Anybody can understand it. Easy is another thing because that's the yeah. question. How much, how much yeah. resistance do you have built up to, you know, doing whatever it is you need to do, including letting go of whatever it is you need to – was,
2: I was actually considering – I at one point I was considering um, – hypnotism because I feel like I need to deprogram the OCD. But then I was like, I noticed, you know, as far as cleaning and organization goes, it actually works in my favor. So I was like, I'm just gonna leave it there.
3: Mm. And as long as it doesn't interfere too much with your right. with your life, and and that's the other thing too about you know uh, mental health in general. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have tics, you have things that some people would think is weird or whatever as long as it's not interfering with the rest of your life and the enjoyment of your life, then it's not a problem. It's when it interferes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When
3: when you are finding yourself, um, uh, when relationships aren't working out or you find that um, um, it's causing you physical pain
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: or mental pain, then that's when it's a problem.
0: I I think it's also worth remembering that I mean, you were just describing, Alex, about how you, and, and Bill, you described it too, about how you have to have the blue and the green and the red, and you have to have this endless stream of experiences. And I, I think it's worth noting that when we get all caught up in, oh my God, have I got everything yet? We're losing the stream of experiences.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You, your focus is not where it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah.
0: So so I, I don't think there's a problem in wanting to have a this stream of experiences. I think that's actually a good thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah
0: why the stream of experiences and and choosing to have that extreme is that's how you let go of things. Right. Cause if, if you don't let go, you, you, you stop the stream. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: For prime example, right now, I'm actually struggling to write these hashtags, which I enjoy doing every episode (laughs) because I don't have my regular pen. The ink. Mm And I asked Jet because she, these are the best pens I've ever found. So, Jen actually brought them from where her service dog got, um, got certified in, in, um, not in Japan, in Virginia. So I said, Hey, while you're in Virginia, stop by canine, Semper canine and get me some pens because I'm out and she didn't bring them. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm writing with this mediocre pen. And it's, it's not okay. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing it, but you know, I'm not yeah. enjoying it like I used to. Cause like there's, the smoothness of the ink was, and how it flowed, and it was just, oh, it's just so soothing.
3: Yeah, and in, in, in SRT terms, we call this a vow of purity. And you know, a lot of people assume that a vow of purity means is it, kind of like the uh, the Lancelot vow of pu- purity, the the chivalry. But yeah. as, it's a it's a I'm going to the purity is I'm going to make every I'm going to make a decision to make my life better once everything is better.
1: Right. Yeah.
3: Once, yeah. once everything is, and it's a promise you make to yourself and then, and and we clear that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that, that's a good thing to clear too, because you really don't want to be stuck in that place.
3: Yeah, no, yeah. no. And and you'd be surprised how many people are like that. I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've got a client who was um, in a bad relationship and uh, they were waiting until um, they had their life together before they would end the relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Like, And I'm like, <laughs> That is never going to happen. You, <laughs> you're because defeating the, the purpose. Part of the reason why your life is in turmoil right now.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> that's how you make your life better by getting rid of that relationship. Like, yeah, okay,
1: exactly.
2: why are we why are we doing this backwards?
0: <laughs> right, right. Well, for the very reason that we talked about everything else here, that we have trouble letting go of stuff. That, I guess. That, that's it. We have to learn how to let go
3: of stuff.
1: Yeah. I guess I,
3: I will, I will feel better. I will wait to feel better until I feel better <laughs> until I feel better. I
2: mean, first. It's- I, I'm glad I don't do that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that, so this is where we have to start turning the message around. I'm not going to wait until I feel better in order to feel better. I'm going to feel better now so that I can feel better.
2: Yeah, right. exactly. You
0: know, I'm, I'm going to let go of this so I can pick up the next thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Bill, what was the... What did you say the vow was? Vow of what?
3: The vow of purity. purity. Yeah. And like I said, a lot of people mistake that thing. Oh, that's a, a vow of uh, celibacy. And I was like, no, no, it's not, not the same thing at all. It's.
2: <laughs> I mean, the way my dating life's set up, I'm just saying.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, sometimes... Facts. You have to take a vow of celibacy in order to feel... Under, to understand the the... Contrast. Yes. Do really focus on what you want. Yes. Yeah. Done it
2: in many periods of my life. So yes.
3: Yes. I, I actually have again the, the relationships are things that come up a lot with my clients and yeah yeah and I, I've given that advice a few times. Uh, I had one client who was constantly dating the wrong guy all the time uh, in the sense that uh, she worked at a bar and so she was always dating alcoholics. Well, <laughs> well, well, well first of all. Uh, Don't date you at know, work, hello. You probably should find another job. You're right. <laughs> right. <laughs> because that is not working out for you. No. Yeah.
0: Not and a then, good strategy.
3: And then the, you know, the other thing was, um, and, and, uh, this, this person would, um, she'd be in a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. With an alcoholic. And then, and then once that one broke up, the next week she was with somebody else. And then next week she was with somebody else.
2: So she's not even taking time to breathe.
3: She didn't take any time to breathe. And so she was like, why am I keep getting to the same guy? And I was like, well, first of all, you're, you didn't give yourself to recalibrate any time to recalibrate yep. here. Yep. And so the, um, the advice that, that we, um, that we went with was, uh, take some cel- time to be celibate for a while. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy the celibacy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just enjoy it. And um, uh, and she's now finally, uh, she just started dating this guy. And is a much nicer guy, not an alcoholic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well, that's bourbon. good. Yeah. And um, they've also agreed that they're going to take the relationship slow. That they're just going to see each that's other for really a while. Important. They're just going to have a, a dinner or two. They're not going to just immediately... Jump into a full fledged where they're moving in together, or whatever. It's they're just going to take it ex- very, very slow. And
0: you don't uh, have to take it very, very slow. You just have to slow it down a bit.
3: Well, yeah, well, like you he, know, don't become
2: needed, Facebook they, official they on the first
1: date.
3: Yeah these these particular people do, do did need to take it slow because mm. uh, he's uh, the the guy is getting off of a is just uh, finishing up a divorce and she's. Um, <laughs> And, and 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 she needs to. And, well, they've been separated. They've, they've been separated for over a year, so it's it's I, not like,
2: okay. All right.
3: Um, but again, they they both agree that they both have a history. Yeah. And I'm glad so, they see
2: the light, though.
3: Yeah, this is good. And it's like okay, we're not going to jump into something here. We're going to see how we like each other mm-hmm. 20, as friends first. Yeah and then we'll see where it takes us and what that's, that's a, a much more healthy way to do it especially mm. for these people.
0: Mm-hmm. I think for anybody I I, yeah. I I honestly if you if you're trying to create a long-term relationship mm-hmm. you don't do it with sex. You do it with finding out whether you like the person.
2: Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And
0: that just takes some time. I mean you're not going to find that out instantly.
2: No, nope, yeah. you're not
3: yeah, and I, and I'm very very happy for her that she was able to get to that point. And the thing is, the the break was important. She had to take that. Mm-hmm. She had to this say, okay, no guys,
4: <laughs>
3: no 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 dating anybody. Not even mm-hmm. you know, not even going for the one night stand or anything like that. We're not doing nothing. We are just doing. We are just doing ourselves. We're just, do, we're just doing. We're <laughs> <laughs> more double meetings. <laughs> We're, I'm sorry, we're I live in the gutter. we time I'm for ourselves.
2: <laughs> That's better. We're taking time <laughs> for ourselves. <laughs> we're doing ourselves. <laughs> I mean, what else are you supposed to do during a celibacy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was perfect timing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> uh.
0: We found Alex's funny, but
2: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is why I have no voice. It's been like this all weekend. I've been nonstop, like, 12 hours a day just laughing. It's been terrible, but great at the same time.
0: Laughing is good for you. I don't care how much you do. I don't think you can laugh too much. Oh, no, yes, I think
2: I, the way my vocal cords are set up, they're not having it, though. <laughs> well,
0: you may have to do some healing afterward, but that, it doesn't mean that it was bad for you. It just means... <laughs> well, I
2: tried, to, I tried to put myself on vocal rest yesterday was in preparation for today, but it wasn't enough time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. Um, I, I think that what we're touching on here is really, really important stuff. Um, yes, yes. It, it, I mean, oh, and by the way, Alex, I, mm-hmm. I was realizing. Remember last week, I was having you and Carissa make up some promos and so forth. Yeah, and I was. I was thinking about them because I haven't run anything yet. I, I haven't yeah. finished putting them all together. At my, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about them over the weekend, kind of not deliberately, just kind of. You know, it was sitting there in back the
2: back of your mind, head. getting bright yeah. ideas. It happens. Mm-hmm. We're,
0: we're, we're driving home, and all of a sudden it clicked in my mind. I said, oh my god, I'm making this stuff so complicated. It doesn't have to be that complicated at all. That's what, what we, I was saying. What we need is a ten second spot. Mm-hmm. The ten second spot. -hmm. Is is like of Carissa, for instance, in the in the role of Nance, who's our lead character, Mm -hmm. saying, "Why do I keep attracting the same men over and over again?" Yeah. End of spot. Yeah. That's the whole spot right there.
2: I mean, (laughs) all the stuff we wrote unnecessary. Yes, totally unnecessary.
0: We don't have to go there, and and we could do another one with you. You know. Yeah. I, I. I understand why my friend keeps attracting the same men over and over again. Why didn't she listen to me?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> same thing, you know. <laughs> Lexi is the truth. <laughs>
0: you know, so I'm thinking we'll we'll, we'll we'll do two spots like that. We'll run those instead.
2: All right. Uh, sounds like a plan. Yeah. Work smarter, I mean, not harder.
0: Because that's exactly the message that we're trying to do with the show. Yeah, yeah. You know? to answer that question to help yeah. young women in particular, but anyone who's going through relationship issues. Right. You know, understand how do I end up doing that?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do
0: I end up keep, I, I keep meeting the same guys. I keep wanting meeting the same women. I keep meeting the mm-hmm. same person over and over and over again. You know, why is that? Why do that I keep was doing a, that?
2: Definitely the subject conversation this weekend. Let me tell you.
0: All weekend. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it, it's a ubiquitous thing then. that means everybody's yeah. dealing with it.
2: Everybody's dealing with it in Everybody's one way shape, shape or another, yeah
0: in fact, Bill, I think you probably agree it's not just single people who are dealing with it, married people are dealing with it,
3: oh gosh, yes, yeah, oh, gosh, yes, mm-hmm.
0: maybe even more so
3: well, yeah, well the, well, the problem with a uh, a married couple sometimes, especially after you get past that uh year five, six, seven, ten, whatever um, it's it, it, the relationship is in danger of getting stale, mm. And you get you fall you, you you find yourself falling into a routine. Yep. And then you don't, especially
2: if you have kids.
3: Especially if you have kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. You find yourself falling into such a routine. Yep. That after a little while, you're like, who is this person I'm living with now? Mm-hmm. Because you know, you don't stop growing, you don't stop um, developing or reading or or expanding, especially if you're doing this kind of work. You know, this yeah. recreation work. Are you doing? Are you reading? Uh, reading self-help books or whatever you're you're mm-hmm. working on yourself and if your spouse is not part of that process all of a sudden you realize that you're that you guys are on different pages now mm-hmm. uh, not in just different pages but maybe even different books different
0: books right
1: mm, facts, yeah. facts.
3: and different libraries so, and so yeah, you're out okay are are we still together or aren't we and um mm-hmm. uh, Mm-hmm. And, and again, that's, that's something that comes up from time to time with clients of mine is when they have, are making that decision. They're in the process of making that decision. I've been married with this person for 20 some odd years. And, mm-hmm. um, I don't feel like I know them anymore. The kids, the, the, as soon as the kids grew, uh, left the house, I just want him to leave too, you know,
2: empty mess syndrome. Yeah.
0: Right. And even more, though, than I mean, what you're describing is definitely a a huge thing that goes on a lot. But even more than that, just going back to the basic idea that we just talked about, about, you know, why do I keep attracting the same guys over and over again? Yeah. And if you're in a steady relationship, you know, a a committed relationship, you you can actually get to the point where you ask yourself, why does my relationship keep delivering the same stuff over and over again? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's really the same phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You know, I keep attracting the same thing. Well, no, it can't be me. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be. I mean, it's got to yeah, be her. Yeah. It's got to be him. It's got to right, be right. you know. The fact Everybody is but my control. me. It's, right, it's, right. It's the politicians' fault. It's all their fault. Yeah. Oh gosh. My,
3: my, I, I had a nice long conversation.
2: With I'm sorry so I even
3: involved. mentioned politics. Excuse
2: me. I don't no, so know. If you no,
3: do no. it all
1: the time. No, I'm
3: not talking about politics. I'm just oh, talking. Okay. About, I'm just talking about looking on the outside. Uh, yeah. Trying to, mm-hmm. Uh, I had a nice long conversation with my mother-in-law in the car when I was picking up my sister-in-law from the airport mm-hmm. and we were talking about, you uh, know, and she was like, I'm feeling this because of global warming. I'm feeling this because of this. I'm feeling this because of, you know, I'm all, you know, health problems or, you know, stress levels and whatever is stuff going on in the news and whatever. And I was like, well, what is this? What, what's that mirror? That's what's being reflected back at you. What are you, what are you seeing? in that that's making you feel
2: bad
0: yeah yeah or putting it another way what's it going to take for you to own your own feelings
2: right yes yes
0: because that's really what we're doing whenever we're doing that kind of projection stuff we're just refusing to own our own stuff
1: mm -hmm.
2: oh that bothers me so much i was talking to a guy one time and he was saying he was acting like a complete dick and he was like oh i'm sorry that's the gemini in me i was like please (laughs) I hate people who use their Zodiac sign as an excuse for why they're assholes. Like, stop it. <laughs> oh, Sorry. come on,
0: Alex. Don't hold back. Tell us what you really I think. I mean, <laughs> let me tell
2: you why I'm really mad. Like, Taurus is like, stop it. Like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, so,
0: see, my, that, that's my Zodiac sign. My sun sign is Taurus. Uh-huh. And, and, and as soon as I, I understood even slightly what all this stuff with the astrology was all about, yeah. I realized that I had to let it go because Taurus right. is the bull.
3: Right. Right. So anything
0: that came out was bull filling the blank. Right, you know? right, right, right. So I said, Okay, well I'm done here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I'm
2: a Libra and I subscribe to most of the Libras because it's usually good. But yeah. it, you know, and evenly balanced and all that stuff. But yeah, we are a pretty good pretty awesome sign, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. But I, don't, but I don't
2: exactly. But I don't sit there and go, Oh, I'm awesome because I'm a Libra. No. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> and I certainly don't want to say I messed up because I'm a Torrent.
2: Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Like, oh, that's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, number fifty-three.
3: I, my, my wife's a Scorpio and, uh, the, and <laughs> I saw something, I saw a meme recently that says, uh, um, uh, is that, is that crap? Is that crap they're giving you or is it? And it had the different signs
1: <laughs> so
3: responses. Yeah. And, uh, are, are, are you giving me crap, or or is it? And then the this time mm. with her, and and the, and the sign for the Scorpio was you wronged me once. Oh, yes, <laughs> I'm
2: not going to lie, that's a and fact. The
3: thing is, <laughs> and 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 the thing is, that's my wife. Yeah, <laughs> you wronged her once. She she's going to have a hard time letting that go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, there there's
0: an excellent example though. What you just laid out there, that scenario, that's an excellent example of something that we don't let go of. Right, right. Mm-hmm. We, we, you, you, you very beautifully constructed this whole paradigm around what her zodiac sign is.
1: Right. Well, and, well, well, and so you start was... creating,
0: well, wait, let me let me go further. And you, you created limits around it. They were mm-hmm. limits that were given to you by the astrologers. The astrologers said, well, this yeah. is what a Scorpio is. But you, you created those limits around her. And then you mm-hmm. created an expectation that right. the only way that she can ever react to something is to react to it. You, know, and you only right. get one chance. You're done.
1: Yeah. So you just set done.
0: yourself up just mm-hmm. by buying into this astrology thing.
2: Exactly. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I'm not, well, I'm not saying astrology is not a real thing. I'm definitely not again, saying yeah. that. I'm just saying let's not be using that as excuses out here in right, this right, right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> for,
3: for, for Libras, it's are you giving me crap or is it gossip?
2: I mean, I'll take them both, but
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and I also, and, and, and I looked I mean, at that, the, I was like, Oh gosh. oh, gosh. I balance yeah. them out, you know. Story discuss gossip, so yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, this is where my strategy comes in really handy, because I just ignore all of it. You know, the, yeah. that meme comes up, I skip the meme.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I, mm-hmm. I just don't even bother with it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, as well, Libras, what, we can't do that. Knowing what
3: you're
0: saying, I am once again framed by the fact that I'm a Libra. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes.
2: No, we live for the drama, so we have to know the team. <laughs>
3: Knowing where your limitations are yeah. mm-hmm. um, it does allow you to be able to stretch beyond your limitations.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
3: Can. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really the art of letting go.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Yes. I mean, yes, you can take those and say, okay, those are my limitations. I'm going to own my limitations. Right. Or you could say, I know what my, now I, I have a better understanding what my limitations are now I can stretch beyond those limitations. Cause I had my whole, I didn't, I didn't just have my sun sign done. I had my entire chart done recently. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, it's going to be broadcast soon on, uh, star narratives, which is another podcast. And, uh, and what we went through the whole chart of mm. what, you know, and, um, it's interesting. And yes, you can take it from the perspective. These are my limitations and mm-hmm. I'm going to own my limitations or mm-hmm. you can say, these are my limitations, and I'm going to see how much I can stretch myself beyond that. Or use the benefit, use my strengths to help me get beyond my limitations.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I think, knowing what those strengths are help.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think ultimately what we're talking about here is, am I my chart or am I me? Am mm-hmm. I what my spouse wants me to be or am I me? Am I what my boss expects me to be, or am I me? Am I what the television tells me I am, or am I me? Mm-hmm. Am I fill in the blank, or am right. I me? It's, it's who have, it, it, am, am I what my external world defines me to be, or am I what I define me to be? Yeah.
1: Well, but I, I, I spent most both? of my
3: life being a people pleaser, so I, mm. I know what it's like to allow other people to define who you are. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I do too, and I, I hated it. <laughs>
0: I mean, I just didn't I've, like it at all.
2: <laughs> I've never been a people pleaser. I just did me all the time, every day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you do that, people's expectations of you is what you put out there. So you won't have a problem.
1: Right. That,
0: that's true. Yeah. You know, you, it's, you, you just avoid that, all
2: that drama altogether. Like, no, no, no. That's not something Alex would do. So don't ask her. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and if Alex does get asked, Alex, when, when Alex is in her good place, she just doesn't even hear it. Sure don't. It just goes in one ear, out the other is like, what was that? I think something flew by. I'm not sure what that was.
2: I think I heard a dumbass comment. I don't know.
0: (laughs) 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 And hopefully I'm not in a really bad space because if I'm in a bad space, I'll probably go try to find out what the dumbass comment was. But as long as I'm in a good space, I just let it go by.
3: <laughs> uh, I was at a re- we were at a restaurant the other day, and my sister-in-law is sitting next to me, and she she leans over to me and says, <clears throat> "I cannot stand these people who, right next to me uh, because the you know their their conversation is so loud, and I'm hearing every word, and they're having a you know ha- they're having an argument, and I just can't." And I was like, "What? People sitting next to us?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well the last place we went to eat yesterday on the cape before we mm-hmm. drove back to Connecticut mm-hmm. um, we were in a restaurant um, the food was okay it was not memorable it wasn't it wasn't forgettable it was just It wasn't a, wasn't
2: I, fresh catch it it, it was
0: fresh It's just well we won't go there the point <laughs> is i, I don't want to focus on what i don't want but right. uh, that that's part of the story here next yeah. to us was a table of kids this is a very well to do oh. um, area right it was very clear this is all the rich kids so, these yeah. kids were sitting at the table next to us, and they—I I think they were using a phone to play some sort of a role play game or something. You know, like, I, I what 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 am I going to do with this scenario? Well, I'm going to choose to do that and lead to this. Okay. You know? And they they were doing that kind of game, mm-hmm. and there there were two really big factors that stuck out for me. One of them was that in this role play game, you could do things that were illegal and go to prison. And this one kid was going out of his way to figure out how long of a prison term he could get.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm
0: thinking to myself, "Wow, what does that say about where that kid's head is at right now?"
2: This is you know? what we're doing in 2019, okay? Yeah. yeah. Having business lunches. <laughs> yeah, right, business lunches. Right.
0: <laughs> and and the rest of the kids were all buying into it. They were all playing the same game, first, you know?
2: First of all, who invented that game? Second of all, I don't know. That's sick. That's sick.
0: Well, it was also an opportunity for me.
2: Yeah. Because mm-hmm.
0: I could get all wrapped up in that game. And the fact that's that these true. kids are yeah. playing that and I could start psychoanalyzing the kids and I could right. start figuring out what's wrong with the scenario. and What are the kids, what are the parents doing? What kind of games are the parents playing with the kids? Probably, they're probably putting all the pressure on the kids to go to college and become really, really no, I could go that way. Or you could eat your lunch. And which is, that's exactly what I chose to do. <laughs> and I said to myself, Good. yay, pat myself on the back. Good I didn't you. get wrapped up in somebody else's drama.
1: Yeah. I could
0: have. Yeah. I could have yeah. oh, yeah, very easily. But and I didn't.
1: I'm and a Libra, so I would have
0: did people most. again in your life. That's right. Yes, yeah, <laughs> true. Well, true. I, I would if I'd focused on them.
2: Right. They right. keep
0: they keep showing up if I focused on them. If I say true. Oh God, I got to solve this problem. That I would yeah. keep continuing getting you know more and more opportunities to mm-hmm. solve more and more kids' problems. You know, but I chose not to. So
2: not yeah, we're not. That's Joel's job. <laughs> that's Joel's job. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my cup of tea. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I don't think he gets too many of the rich kids. Well, he gets some rich kids, I suppose. I don't really know. Uh, I mean, he's
2: out here doing football players and basketball players and whatnot, so.
0: Well, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. They got to
2: start somewhere. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, Bill, did you know that Joel has, has clients who are NFL players? I mean.
3: Yes, I do know that. Well, that's he, pretty, probably, he mentioned that on a couple shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, that, that's pretty high end stuff.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't get but, more fancier than that.
0: But I'd be willing to bet that he doesn't sleep on it. No, nope. Nope. He leaves those sessions behind and he's done. Yep. yep. He's just done. Like, okay, yep. well, been there, got the t shirt. Yep. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all over that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. That's the secret yeah. right there.
1: Yeah. Mm hmm.
0: Well, we've uh, gone through another hour and this time spending a lot of time really focusing on a good topic here. I mean, you brought in as OCD, but it's really about letting go of stuff that we don't want Mm -hmm. to hang on to. And that's been good. Before we go, I'm going to give each of you a chance to tell people stuff they need to know. Bill, I know you said you're going to be in Saratoga, but, you know, give some more details if you like.
3: Um, like I said, admission is free. It's at, at the Holiday Inn in, Sar- in downtown Saratoga Springs. Uh, come along. I'm doing a speaking engagement from 12 to 1 p.m. on Saturday. <clears throat> and I'll be there with uh, on Saturday. Uh, Nina and, and Wyatt will be there with me on Saturday as well, which will be great. Very good.
0: And, and uh, Alex, I normally ask you about, uh, you know, the spoiler alert and so forth, but I'm going to leave it wider than that. What, what's the last message that Alex wants to leave for today?
2: Um... I have finished the so the first half of the second draft of episode two, Woo! backlash and aftermath. Yes, yes, so, yes, it's it's fantastic. And it, when when Walt and I had a uh, a business lunch,
4: we did, and we, we went did. over
2: the script. So he just gave me some pointers that is making the script more awesome than I had already made it.
0: And it was pretty awesome when you started. So I mean, this yeah. is, we're, we're reaching. A new altitude levels of awesomeness.
2: Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs>
0: awesome.
2: Going, yes.
0: By the way, I don't know if you saw Alex. I named the first episode. We've been calling it episode all one all along. I named it Tan Lines.
2: Tan Lines. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, when you do a show like that, the first episode is always called pilot. But okay, Tan Lines. I like it. <laughs>
0: I don't like to do what everybody else likes to do, so I want to come up with a different title, Obviously. you know? I, yeah, <laughs> calling a pilot just seemed, I mean, maybe if I call it Pilot Fish or something, but I didn't, no, that was <clears> too <pretty throat> much a joke. Uh, I wanted to go with my own title. That's all there is
1: yeah. to it. <laughs> <laughs> damn <life>. <laughs> <laughs> And
0: for those of you who are wondering, what is he talking about? That's your invitation to go listen to episode one. Mm-hmm. There you go. So with that thought in mind, thank you very much, guys, for a great conversation. Thank you to our podcast listeners as well. And we will see you all next time here on LA Today. Goodbye, everyone.